There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi guys, Sean Ferrick here for Who Culture, and we are very excited that Russell T. Davies is coming back. So come and join me as we go through 10 things Russell T. Davies needs to bring to Doctor Who. Number 10. Crash, bang, wallop. I vividly remember, right, this was around the time of the return of Davros. I was sitting in a living room with a load of our friends and we were just watching Doctor Who. And I remember there was a guy who'd watched Classic Who and he was like, my God, Russell T Davies loves his crash, bang, wallop. And you know what? He really does. This is something that was very prevalent in the first few series of the revival of Doctor Who and has been a little bit less prevalent as time has gone on. And I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing, but some of the fun of the explosions, of the big giant, bah, some of the monsters, we not necessarily talking about the giant CGI Cybermen from the next Doctor. They imbued the show with a sense of surrealistic fun. And as time has gone on, it's gotten to take itself a little bit too seriously. One of the reasons that the revival of Who succeeded so well was because of you know, the, the tongue-in-cheek nature of it all. Which is not to say that it didn't go dark when it needed to. The ninth and 10th Doctors both had some fairly serious moments, even as everything was exploding all around them. Number nine, the tease and the reveal. Something that Russell T Davies absolutely nailed in his tenure as showrunner was the long drawn out tease and then that reveal usually coming in maybe the third or second last episode of each season. Think, of course, of Bad Wolf, Torchwood, Harold Saxon, and there's something on your back. Again, that is not to say this was exclusive to Russell T Davies' tenure, but I would contend that he has done it the best so far. Stephen Moffat went in for longer arcs, sure, but they didn't quite have that payoff and reveal that Davies did. And of course, Chibnall, it's you know, kind of a similar complaint, really. There is very little chance of me forgetting that moment when Donna Noble turns around to the 10th Doctor and says, Bad Wolf, that worked because we had had four seasons of a build-up at that point and we know what Bad Wolf means to the Doctor. Give us that tease, give us that reveal and reward your audience for sticking with you. Number eight, Companions with Charisma. Now let me start this point with all love and respect to Amy and Rory, Clara, Bill Potts, Yaz, Ryan, and Graham, okay? All cool. You know I'm gonna use Donna Noble as an example here. Donna Noble is, in my opinion, the best companion to have come from the revival of Doctor Who, and that is because she was a mix of funny, serious, 
and she was, in a way, she was the doctor's equal on every part. That is something that has been missing, and this is not exclusive again to Chibnall or to Moffat, it's just some companions just haven't worked as well as others. Bring back the companions who stand out, the ones who, you know, they stand on their own. Martha was excellent, Rose was excellent. That's something we need to see again in the TARDIS. Number seven, humor. Thankfully, a lot of the 13th Doctor's tenure has been interspersed with some good funny jokes, and there were plenty, plenty throughout the 12th and 11th Doctor's time, but I think we can agree that nine and 10 probably had some of the funniest episodes of Doctor Who since it's come back. Even the little special. I mean, frankly, Time Crash is hilarious to me. Think of Ten being possessed by the Lady Cassandra and, you know, he's there dancing away because his hearts are kicking out of Samba. Things like that. Now, it might seem like a stupid joke on the surface, but you want to get that silliness back in the show. If there's been one fairly consistent criticism of, and this begins really with Moffat as well, is that Doctor Who began to take itself a little too seriously. Now, some serious is good. There was serious in Davies' time. You know, a lot of Eccleston stuff. Think of that first Dalek episode, for example. But it was balanced slightly more than it has been. Bring back the humour, I say. Bring back something that will engage the audience more so than just, say, stunning visuals. Number six, extended universe tie-ins. Torchwood, the Sarah Jane Adventures, and, you know, all of the big finish stuff are out there. You know, what are we gonna do with this stuff? For the Sarah Jane Adventures, now obviously we lost Elizabeth Sladen a few years ago, but there are still those characters there who can be brought back to the show or even identify in series. You know, maybe what happened with Sarah Jane. Torchwood obviously has been, there, there's, it's, there's some issues facing Torchwood, but again, what about Gwen Cooper? You know, what's going on there? Is there anything that we can do to either wrap up that storyline or see where we're at? The big finish material, which I will come back to in another point on this list, seems like the biggest untapped goldmine of material to use in the show. We still have, you know, actors like Paul McGann, Colin Baker, Sylvester McCoy, Peter Davison. They're all still alive and kicking and working. Tom Baker well, obviously came back for the 50th. That was pretty cool. Maybe I'm just fanboying at this point, but let's get some of the big Finnish companions in as well. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. 
like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Oh, number five, Dr. Light episodes. Think of the episodes like Blink, you know, for all of the ribbing that we do give it on this channel, Love and Monsters, and also Turn Left. What do the three of them have in common? We have got barely any of the Doctor in them. Just stick with Love and Monsters for a second. Okay, right, Azorbaloff aside for a moment. Elton is a highly engaging character to follow throughout the duration of the episode, as we follow his examination of what the Doctor is to him and to the other members of Linda. Blink remains arguably one of the best episodes of the revival of Doctor Who. And then of course, Turn Left is where a lot of that just fun and crazy reveal comes from. And those episodes succeed not just because, great, we get a break from the Doctor for a while, but it's because we get to see a bit of an examination of how important the Doctor is without necessarily seeing that through the Doctor's eyes. If we had one of those per season, and I'm assuming Russell Davis gets a few seasons, fingers crossed, I think that that is one of the strongest things that he brought to Doctor Who in the revival. Number four, continue with diversity. Something that Davies brought in the revival era was, you know, he highlighted LGBTQ characters, characters of color, which was, of course, fantastic. Now, we have continued that throughout Moffat's era and into Chibnall's era as well, so no complaints for me on that. We will be looking at a new regeneration of the Doctor. My two cents on this is that I would like to continue with a female doctor for a while because, and I'll be very clear in the way I explain this, the return of Russell T Davies can be seen as two different things. One, incredibly exciting, a return to say, classic revival who, and you know, a, a shift in the tone. However, it could also be seen as the BBC going, whoops, we've made some mistakes along the way. Let's get the guy who brought the show back to fix them. Okay, are both potentially valid readings. I feel that if we regenerate back into a man, that might feel like the BBC going, that was a mistake, let's not do that again. And I feel that would be a huge disservice to the advances the show has made with Jodie Whittaker in the role as the Doctor and a lot of the, the steps forward that the Chibnall era has taken. Number three. Christopher Eccleston. Okie dokie, let's talk about the ninth Doctor in the room. Now, as most people will be aware, Christopher Eccleston left Doctor Who in some fairly bad circumstances. Some public comments were made as years went by that specifically put the blame around Davy's feet and also the production team in general. And Eccleston did make statements like, you know, that, that relationship has broken down irrevocably. So, you might be going, Sean, have you just wasted a point on this list? Christopher Eccleston has finally returned to the Doctor Who universe in the big Finnish audio dramas. I will admit that when I saw the news that Russell D Davies was coming back, my first thought was, well, there goes any chance of Christopher Eccleston ever appearing again on screen as the Doctor. But what I think would be a fantastic first step on the part of Davies would be, is to approach Eccleston, Olive Branch and offer him a part somehow in the show. Whether that's in the 60th anniversary, whether that's in 
a standalone episode. This may be pure wishes and wants. This, this may not happen. This may already be on the cards. Who knows? Personally, I feel that that should be the first step into this new era of Doctor Who. Number two, classic Who. Moffat and Chibnall were both actually pretty good about bringing some of the classic era into Doctor Who. I think Davies can push this even farther. Now, I mentioned earlier on, of course, Tom Baker, Colin Baker, Peter Davison, Sylvester McCoy, Paul McGann, they're all still working. They're, they're doing just fine. Can we get them back, please? We've already had, of course, Paul McGann returned in the fantastic The Night of the Doctor special for the 50th anniversary. And we had Peter Davison came back in Time Crash. And of course, we had Tom Baker in The Day of the Doctor itself. So, Sylvester McCoy and Colin Baker, man now. Obviously, I know it's not necessarily up to the actors themselves. It's up to the strength of the scripts and whether they actually fit in the story. But how wonderful would it be to see a reunion of all of the surviving doctors on screen together? The logistics of that aside, that could be, you know, completely never going to happen. You're never going to get them all in the same room at the same time. And that would be very, very sad. We went pretty big for the 50th. Could go bigger for the 60th. Number one, one hell of a 60th birthday party. All of the suggestions that I've made here today might be, you know, if wishes were horses kind of stuff. And yet, the 60th anniversary of Doctor Who, that is a big, big deal. You know, it is the longest running sci-fi series ever, accounting, of course, for the gap in the middle as well. That should be celebrated. Now, whether that's a reunion of every single one of the Doctors, somehow, whether it's the return of, say, Carol Ann Ford as Susan to identify why the hell the Doctor never went and checked on his granddaughter. I'm sure there are many ideas that he would have liked to explore during his tenure that he never got around to and now is being offered a chance to do that again. That would be... Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Fantastic.